0: Make your Uh, way to the table. What is is up, you guys? My name is Ashley, if you do not know me. And I'm Sarah, for those of you who don't know me. Sarah is one of our eighth grade leaders. Where are my girls? Oh, they're back there. They're too good. I'm just an intern. (laughs) It's great. (laughs) Just intern. So we want to welcome you parents here. We're so excited for you guys to join us today in small, or not small groups, <laughs> at service. Service. Uh, we're going to get started with a little game. How does that sound? Yeah. It's a super fun game. It's called Generation Gap. So with that, I need a parent and a student. And I think I have the perfect pair, I Christy do too. Manning and Justine Manning. Christy and Justine, come on up, Christy. Christy. Yeah. yeah, give it up for the names. Yes, Manning. give it up. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? How's it going? <laughs> so this game is called Generation Gap. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I'm running into you. So they're gonna be uh some questions you have to answer so it's like a who is this or what is this uh stuff that's trendy like now so you have to try and guess what that is
1: and you're gonna have to guess from the 80s and the 90s what was trendy back then
0: it's gonna be great (laughs) i'm super (laughs) excited (laughs) she said like pigtails (laughs) no no justine not like pigtails so got it any questions all right, let's go with our first question. This one is for the student. Student question, name that shoe. It kind of looks like a Jordan, but then <laughs> like an Air Force, but
1: I don't know. What? Oh, no. Honest oh, this with you. What is that What's
0: shoe? What's that shoe? It's the pump. The
1: pump. The pump. Are those do, ones do, do any of like you parents know what tongue? that shoe is? Is that the
0: one? Yeah. Anybody know what that shoe is? I've never seen it before. Look at Adrian I think I, think I know what it is. Yeah. Seth? All right. Your turn, Christy. Christy. What shoe is this? Air Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> is she right? No. no they're Yeezys. Yeezys. Those shoes are like $1,000. I know. Ridiculously expensive. It's, I don't get it. They're not even that good Ugh. looking. All right. All right. Justine. Name that name rapper. that rapper. <laughs> what? I've never seen him in my life. Um, <laughs> I'll go with MC
1: Hammer. MC
0: Hammer. <laughs> is it MC Hammer? No, it's Coolio. All right. <laughs> Chrissy, that means you're gonna have to name this rapper. Name that rapper. Do you rapper. know who this is? Snoop Dogg. What did she say? <laughs>
1: she said Snoop Dogg. I Snoop don't even Dogg. know who that
0: is. Give me Snoop Dogg. Nope. Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap. I don't oh, know I who that I is Oh, I think I know who he si- what he sings. He's blind? One eye. Oh, really? Are you just... Glass eye. Are you lying or is he really blind? Oh! Name that movie. I love this movie so much. Movie, uh, No, no, no. I don't know. Guys, such a classic. Can I name the person or something? Delphire? (laughs) Give me Mrs. Delphire. Mrs. Mrs. Delphire! Delphire. Such a good movie. All right, Christy, name this movie. I don't even know that movie. (laughs) She's so confident. Twilight. <laughs> it's, not? <laughs> it's not Twilight. Oh wait, I, know that girl. I don't know what this movie is either. What is it? Paper, Paper Towns. Towns. All right. Never heard of it. Paper Towns. Stew. Name ooh. that. MTV person. What? It looks like a guy who does weather or something. <laughs> <laughs> um. Looks like a weatherman. Bob the Builder.
1: Bob the Builder. That's Give me correct. Bob the Builder. Kurt, Kurt
0: Loader. I don't know who that is. Mm-mm. Can you name this MTV person? Oh, I can name her. All you I know about know this is? lady is her laugh is really annoying. She's is about Amy. No! That was it. <laughs> no. Chanel West Coast. Chanel. West Coast I think the next one's easier. Is this TV show? Yeah. Name that TV show. Oh, Harry Potter, right? Harry Potter. Give me Harry Potter. No. Oh. <laughs> Are, you Are you afraid of, afraid of, the, dark? of the dark? That mo- that show is really scary. Scary. All right, can you name this TV show? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Come on, Christy, you can do it. Come on, Christy, Christy's let's go. pep talk over here. Do you really not know what this is? Friday night, they just had something very fun. No, 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 no. Night. No,
1: no. I know it. It's um. Hold on. Stranger. Oh my gosh. Stranger Things.
0: Woo! Oh is that our first point? One more. One more. One more. Pick a good one. Ooh. Name that Murder. character. Justine. Oh, my heart hurts. What
2: are you <laughs> doing? <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. Okay.
0: Oh, Show me I don't know. It's Steve
2: Urkel. Steve
0: Urkel. How many of you guys got that? Do you guys know who that is? All uh, my leaders out
1: there. Alright. The all leaders. Leaders.
0: <laughs> <Then Megan. laughs> Alright, Christy, name that character. Who? Who? Is this a YouTuber? Is this from a TV show? It's not a character. <laughs> oh, it's a YouTuber? I don't know. Oh, he's a YouTuber? Um.
1: Austin
0: Mahone. Show me Austin Mahone. <laughs> Who's Austin Mahone? No. Dan? Who How do you is say that? that? Dan Dance- TM? DM? It's not Dantum? Dan Oh, that's a D. All right. All right. All right. Great job, guys. Yeah, give, give it, him it up for a run. That was awesome. Oh, man. Some of those things I didn't even know. That really made me sad that they didn't know some of those things. I know. Did you ever watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, that was such a good show. A little bit. It was was, really scary. I was scared of it. All right, guys. Another thing that we do here at Junior High Service is something we like to call Question of the Week. Question of the Week. So that's where you guys get to stand up and walk around the room, meet somebody new, and ask them the question of the week, which this week's question is, What is the most ridiculous thing your parent has ever done to embarrass you? Mm, In public
1: or (laughs) private, I don't know.
0: (laughs) So stand up, meet somebody new, and ask them the question...
3: North Point Junior Hires and parents, my name is Ashley and I have your announcements for this week. So our first announcement is small group signups. It's your guys' last week to sign up for those small groups, so fill out that paper even if you've been in a small group already. Make sure you guys are filling those out so we can get you guys plugged into a group. Small groups start next week, September 10th. That's AJ's September 10th, small group start. It's gonna be super awesome, super fun. So make sure you guys remind your parents that service will now be going until 8.30. So we have time for groups afterwards. Um, It's gonna be super fun and I'm really excited to kick off this year. So make sure you guys sign up and are there next week. Um, Our next announcement is Student Sundays. Uh, Make sure you guys are still coming to those and bringing your friends. It's a great opportunity. To bring first-time guests to North Point to just get an idea of what we're about here at NPSM. So make sure you guys are bringing your friends to those and coming to those every Sunday at the 9:30 and 11:15 15 services. Um, next we have the Kids on a Mission Leadership Conference. Uh, it's ten dollars to sign up for that. You can sign up on www.kidsonamission.com Um, It's just going to be a super fun time on Friday, September 28th. There's going to be some teachings, some interactive breakout sessions, Chick-fil-A for lunch, um, and you guys are all going to go home with a super cool goodie bag. So that's fun. Uh, So make sure you guys get signed up for that. It's a super awesome opportunity to learn some new stuff. So make sure you guys get signed up for that. Um, And then last but not least, I think, is connection cards. So make sure you guys are filling those out. Um, Me, your leaders, your staff here at North Point, love to know how we can be praying for you. And we just love seeing you guys stay connected here. So make sure you guys fill those out and drop them off in the barrels in the back. And that's all I have for you this week. Welcome, parents. Have a great rest of your night. See you later. Bye.
4: All right. What's up? Yeah, thanks. Okay. Um, all right. So what? It's next week. Okay. So, real quick, we just wanted to give you a little bit more info about one of the announcements that you just heard. Uh, So, this is our friend Ashley. She's going to tell you guys about the Kids on a Mission uh, Leadership Conference later this month. Ashley, tell us a little bit about it.
1: All right. Thank you, AJ. So, my name is Ashley. I work for Kids on a Mission. How many of you have heard of Kids on a Mission? Oh, nice. Okay. So, I don't need to explain it to you. You guys know. But basically, this conference. Is going to be an incredible event. It's going to be a ton of stuff packed into a short amount of time. So how many of you feel like you would like to better influence the people around you, to be a positive influence and point them to Jesus? Yeah? Oh. So you have to come. You have to come so you can point that kid to Jesus. I love it. So, okay, let me tell you a little bit about what this day is going to include. So at the beginning, you're going to hear an awesome message. It's going to be empowering and give you practical, easy-to-apply steps uh, regarding leadership. And then online, you get to sign up for two training sessions. So a few of the topics are going to be personality and leadership. So maybe you're like, how do I use the gifts and ways that God has created me so that I can better influence people? or your very own AJ, tell them quickly what your breakout session is going to yeah,
4: be. Yeah, so uh, my breakout session is going to be about leading difficult conversations with our friends, um, and it's going to—it's actually going to be um, kind of along the same lines of this series that we're in, but we're going to dive deeper into um, when our, our friends come to us with difficult uh, things that they're experiencing in life, um, or maybe they're awkward or intimidating conversations, how we can turn those um, into gospel conversations and uh, use Um, the conversations that we have with our friends uh, to introduce them to Jesus. So that's what what we're going to talk about.
1: I love that. So that's just two of the six options you can choose from. You'll get to sign up for two of those. And then Chick-fil-A, come on. If nothing else, come for the Chick-fil-A. I've also, (laughs) Tomas will be there. I've also heard rumors that there will be a donut wall and a photo booth. So it's going to be a great time guys are not going to want to miss it. If you have questions, there's a flyer in the back. Ask Colin and AJ, or if you see me around church, hit me up. Go to our website. That's where you can register, kidsonmission.com. All right. Thanks,
4: AJ. Yep. You got it. All right, guys. uh, Would you guys stand? Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Ashley. Would you guys stand, and we're going to worship together.
2: Hi, everyone. Um, So we're going to worship a little bit, so sing with us. i The next song we're going to sing is called Highlands. Um, if you were at the worship night a couple weeks ago, we sang it. It's kind of new, and I love the song. I know that there are quite a few words in it, but I just encourage you guys that if you if you don't know the words, or even if you do, to really just listen. Um, the song is really great, and it's worth the listen, so join us. So I will praise you
5: So Jesus, tonight uh, we just thank you for the time to just get together uh, as one body to just worship you God to just uh, reflect on what you've done for us God and, and what you'll continue to do. So bless this time here tonight.
4: Everybody, thank you, guys. Thanks, Brad. <laughs> Thanks, Megan. All right, how are you guys doing tonight? Everybody, good. Yeah. Good. That makes three of you. How's everybody doing tonight? Good. That's a little better. All right, uh, parents, welcome uh, to the few of you that are here. Thanks for coming. This is a great opportunity for y- for you guys to worship alongside your students. And uh, also experience the way we do things here in uh, North Point Student Ministries Junior High. So I'm glad you guys are here. Man, if we've not met, my name is AJ. I'm the Junior High pastor here, and uh, I'm excited. Uh, Why don't we do this? You guys are making me feel lonely. Uh, Connor, Jake, you guys bring those boys up closer. Let's get all snuggly up here. Come on, boys. There we go. Yeah. You're just moving one table up. It's not that big of a deal. All right, so um, I hope you guys are doing good. Is everybody, like, back into the swing of things with school now? With school? No? Who's still struggling to get into, like, the routine of school? I'm sorry to hear that. Okay. That's a lot. That was a lot of info, right? Okay, yeah, school. School's tough. How many of you guys are in seventh grade? Seventh grade. Okay. How many of you are in seventh grade? There we go. Okay. Yeah, seventh grade was, seventh grade's crazy. Seventh grade was, was crazy for me. Were any of you guys uh, scared to start seventh grade? Yeah, a little bit. I was. I was, yeah. I was going to a new school. It was like a bigger school. I was afraid, like, how am I going to have, I have to find like six classes now, you know? Like that was, that was scary for me, but I figured it out. And you guys are figuring it out too, right? We good? You figured it out. You did. Good. It only took you like six years, but you got it. Right? You got it. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, I'm excited that you guys are here tonight. We are uh, finishing up this series that we've been in called Who You Bring In? And if that's not obvious enough, this has been a series about evangelism and uh, just sharing Jesus with our friends, guys, because what we've talked about this summer a couple times is As believers, we have a role to play in the church, and something that we kind of touched on um, a month or so ago is like, man, you guys that are here that believe in Jesus, you're not coming to church to be entertained or even to just consume church, right? You guys, we talked about this idea, maybe some of you were here, but that so many of us have this idea that we are consumers of the church and that the church just exists for us on a Tuesday night, or on a Sunday morning for us to show up for an hour and we check that box and man, we did our church duty for the week. Duty. (laughs) I know you guys wanted to laugh, right? (laughs) This is going to be an interesting small group here, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Right? But what we talked about is rather than being consumers of the church, that we have an obligation, a job to be a part of the work that the church is doing. And we're a part of that Monday through Sunday. That, that's As believers, that should be our entire life. But specifically when we come to service, man, I challenged you guys with this idea that, that you're not showing up with a critical consumer attitude, like showing up thinking, man, I hope the game's good tonight or I hope AJ's fun tonight, or you might even be thinking, I hope Colin is teaching instead of AJ tonight, right? You don't show up with that kind of attitude, but rather you show up with an attitude of like, I'm ready to link arms with my small group leader, and I'm ready to do the work of the church. You're inviting your friends so that they can come and know who Jesus is, that they're, they're learning who Jesus is, even by the way that you live your life, and that's kind of what we talked about last week, Right? So we've been in this series called Who You Bringin', and we've talked about a few different elements of evangelism. And tonight, what we're going to do is I want to give you guys a really practical idea uh, how to talk to your friends about Jesus, okay? And we're, I'm going to give you guys like almost a tool that you can use. But before we do that, I want to kind of recap where we've been in this series because so often I think we, we know that evangelism is a good thing. We hear the word evangelism, and we think, man, that's one of those big churchy words, and that's a great thing for other people to do, right? And we like, that's awesome, cool. And we might even say, like, yeah, it's important, but do our actions really show that? And I think sometimes that's because we just haven't taken time to consider how important it is for each of us to share Jesus with our friends and how we do that. We might even feel like, man, we're not prepared. That's another thing that we've talked about a bit this summer is that there's not some time uh, where you're old enough or you're good enough or you're mature enough that now you're going to be a part of the church or now you're ready to serve, right? So let's recap this series. Where have we been so far? I want to kick us off with kind of this, this passage that we've been looking at in 1 Corinthians. And this has been like our, uh, almost like our theme passage uh, for this series. And so 1 Corinthians uh, 9, 16, it should be on your outlines, uh, and it'll be up on the screen. It says, this is Paul writing, it says, For just preaching the gospel isn't any special credit to me. I couldn't keep from preaching it if I wanted to. I would be utterly miserable. Woe unto me if I don't. And what Paul is saying here, he's saying, I have been so radically changed by the gospel of Jesus Christ that I couldn't help but preach it. He says I couldn't keep from preaching it. If I wanted to, it's been so impactful in my life that there's I have no choice. You guys might remember the story of Paul. He was originally a guy na- named Saul, right? And Saul hated Christians. In fact, his job was to go around rounding up Christians, throwing them in jail, beating them, maybe even killing them. That's Saul. He hates Christians. Anyone that followed Jesus, he hated them. And he was out to get them until one day he was on a road walking from one town to the next where he had a job. He was going to go look for some Christians in this next town because he was going to get them. And what happened? What happened? Jesus spoke to him, and he went blind. So here's this guy named Saul who hates Jesus so much, doesn't believe that Jesus is the Son of God, doesn't believe who Jesus said he was, and he's trying to arrest anyone who does believe it. And then one day, Jesus meets him, and he has a radical transformation, so much so that he goes blind for a few days. And he hears the Lord speaking to him, and immediately Saul knows, I've made a huge mistake. Right? He says to Saul, "Why are you why are you persecuting me?" And it changes Saul's life. Saul then has his name changed from Saul to Paul. And so here we see this guy who originally his whole life goal was to stop the followers of Jesus. He has a radical change because he meets Jesus. So much changes in his life that he goes from this guy to now what he's saying is, I've been so changed by it, I couldn't keep from preaching it if I wanted to. I've experienced it. So the first thing we looked at in this series was, why do we need to evangelize? Why? And so your first feeling is, the reason why we evangelize is because we've been captivated by Christ. Just like Paul had that moment on the road to Damascus where his life was completely changed, he was captivated by Christ. He couldn't keep from sharing it. Man, if we've met Jesus, if we've heard the gospel of Jesus Christ and we know the things that he's done for us, we're captivated by it too. And sometimes we lose sight of how powerful that is. And so the first thing we need to remember is, man, why do we, wanna, why do we need to tell our friends about Jesus? Is because we know how powerful that life change can be, right? We've met Jesus, and we go, I can't keep this to myself. Have any of you guys ever gotten, like, a birthday or a Christmas present that you just could not keep to your, like, you had to tell everybody right away that you got it? Yeah. Tomas, what was it? White and gold guitar. Taya Riley. Yeah. Hollow body. Is that a Gretsch? Yeah. Neat. <laughs> <Jonathan>. <laughs> all right. Anybody else? Jonathan. A new video game. What video game? Yeah. Just all of them. Any video game. Every time you get a video game, you're like, I got to tell all my friends. Right? We've experienced that. I I remember there were times that I was, like, so excited about, like, a birthday present that I'd call my grandparents. And they don't know what I'm, I'm like, I got the new two-tone Power Ranger Fight Mobile. And my grandpa would be like, okay. (laughs) And I'd be like, I just had to tell somebody. And he's like, okay. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Right? Bradley, did you ever have, like, a present or something that you just couldn't keep? yourself you being born, you being born. <laughs> oh okay and so you just were like everybody knows about it so when it happened you were just like yeah I gotta tell every Nyeh! right okay that's a weird one <laughs> uh yeah we do that sometimes Um, my dad my dad growing up had this good habit of like on Christmas, he was like the typical dad that would like hide one last present, you know. Never well hidden, but we never saw it. And so every time we'd open all our Christmas presents and then, you know, maybe one year it was me or the next year it was my brother or maybe my mom or the dog, I don't know. Um and he'd be like, Oh, oh, looks like there's one more present behind the couch, you know?
2: AJ, why don't
4: you go see what that is? So like one year it was bikes for me and my brother. One year I got a BB gun. Uh, but my favorite one, my favorite one that I couldn't keep to myself, I had to call all my friends. Be like, boo, 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 boo. Sam, my best friend, Sam. It, I, we did not have a rotary phone, Josiah. <laughs> Gosh. We did have a phone with a cord, and it wasn't very long, so I just have to stand in the kitchen. Hey, mom. Yeah, no, I'm talking to Sam. No, yes, I did my homework. Yeah, okay, whatever, fine, you know. Um, but I'm like, oh, I gotta call Sam. Hey, Sam, guess what? You'll never guess what my dad got me for Christmas. No, 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 it's better than that. It's a poster of Kramer from Seinfeld. <laughs> I know! All right. Um, it's uh, So if we were like to play a game where like I showed you a picture of Kramer and then you showed me a picture of like somebody from the Descendants, you know, it would be like that. It was like an old TV show. And like, huh? It's very popular in my house. Good for you. Huh? It's very popular in my house. We watch Ascendants clips. That's what Jake says. I watch in songs. Um, but, guys, my point is that sometimes there's things that we get excited about, and we can't help but shout it from the rooftop, right? There's a line from a movie. I forget what movie. If we called my wife right now, she would know. But it's like, somebody, Tomas, help me out. You know, I think it's a girl who goes, I'm in love, and I'm in love, and I don't care who knows it. It's from Elf? It's from Elf? <laughs> is it Buddy that says that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So Buddy, right? Yeah, I'm in love, and I'm, I'm in love, I'm in love, and I don't i am care who knows it. That's, that's tough for me to say. Yeah. Because we're captivated by something. Man, if I can get captivated by a poster of a guy from a TV show, and if we can get captivated by video games, and if the whole world is captivated by our birth, how much more captivated should we be by Jesus? Right? Because the most important gift that we've ever received is the gift of life that Jesus gave us by dying for our sins. And yet, so often, we go out of our way to call our friends and tell them about a toy that we got. Or, you guys probably text. Girls, you're like, (laughs) Bobby looked at me in math today. so that's the first thing that we learned if we understand how big of a gift did someone smile at you today <laughs> that's what you get for talking All right. if we understand the gift that we've been given in Jesus Christ we should be captivated by it. And we should be like Paul saying, I can't keep from talking about it. I want everyone around me to know. And I want them to experience it too. So last week then we moved on and, and the next thing we talked about was the question of who. Right? Who do we talk to? Who of us should be evangelizing. And the main point that we took from that was, was that we all have influence. Alright? We answered the question of who should evangelize by just saying, man, we all have influence. And we should all, in the way that we live, be teaching people about Jesus. There's none of us that aren't good enough to share Jesus with the world. And what we talked about was that we, we share Jesus with the world in the way that we live, the words that we say, the way that we love people, our actions, and the way that we live our life. It doesn't even always have to be with words. It could just be with the way that you live your life. And so I challenged you guys last week with this question is, what is your influence, because remember, we all have influence, boys. What is your influence teaching people about Jesus? Are you using your influence to show people the real Jesus that loves them and died for them? Or are you showing them a bad example of Jesus? Are you being a hypocritical Christian? Are you giving people the wrong idea about Christ followers? I remember when I was in junior high, See, I grew up, you know, at church. My dad was on staff at our church, and um, man, I was at church like three three nights a week, and whatever. Like, that was my life, and, and I loved it. But I started to fall in with kind of some friends that weren't, weren't that great, you know, they weren't that great of an example to me. You know, their influence wasn't good on me. And it, I wasn't careful enough, so it started to kind of sink in, and And there was one day, I've told this story, I'm not going to tell the whole long version of it, but basically there was this kid at school that was a bully, and so he didn't have any friends. And the reason he didn't have any friends was because he was a bully, and looking back, the reason he's a bully is because he didn't have any friends. Right? I mean, that's kind of funny, but that's the reality is sometimes hurt people, they hurt people because that's all they know. And so he got picked on. And then he would lash out. He had a huge anger problem. And so one day we see him coming at lunch, and my friends were like, Hey, you know, here comes here comes so and so, blah, 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 blah. You know, whatever. Blah, blah. And my friends were like, they dared me to use a certain hand signal at this kid when he came by. So as he's walking up, his name is Brandon. I said, Hey, Brandon! Two thumbs up. No, that wasn't it. (laughs) And then we became best friends. No, it was not that. Uh, And um, my friends had said, like, no, totally, we're right here. We'll back you up. Like, if he gets mad or anything, we're right here. And in the blink of an eye, both his hands are around my throat. I'm, like, pinned up against the lockers. My friends are gone. There's, like, dust where they had been. And I regret that for so many reasons. Because one, I did something I shouldn't have. Two, I did something that hurt another person. And three, and this is the one we often don't think about, is I influenced my friends in a negative way. See, they knew that I went to church and that I believed in Jesus and that I claimed to love God. And in that moment, I chose to show them something different. I chose to influence them in a way that didn't show them who Jesus was. So all of us that have been captivated by Christ need to recognize that, man, we have an influence with the people around us, and how are we using it? Matthew 5.13 says, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt should lose its taste, how can it be made salty? It's no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. And we talked about this last week, and so quickly, you know, This has always been kind of a weird verse for me, like, you're the salt of the earth, what does that mean? Well, what you need to know is that salt was used to purify things, to take contaminants out of things. And so what Jesus is saying is that, man, you are the people that are meant to purify the earth. But if you become contaminated, you're not good for anything. And what he's telling us is, man, like, you as my followers, your role is to, in the way that you live and speak, help purify the earth. Right? He he means purify, like, get people away from their sin. But as believers, if we allow our influence to be contaminated, then we're no longer useful. We're not being useful. Does that make sense? Yeah? So tonight in the remaining uh, time that we have left, I want to close this series. You guys can turn your outlines over. You'll notice that there's kind of a large open space on your outlines. And I want to give you guys this tool. How do we uh, influence and evangelize to people? How do we share people with, share Jesus with people? And so there's many different ways, but we've kind of been talking about this book for this entire series, Turning Everyday Conversations into Gospel Conversations. We have them for sale in the back. There's a few left. I would recommend that you guys grab this book from us tonight when we're done. We also have other stuff that you can grab back there. But this book has been our featured resource. And it's gonna, we're going to look at this tool that you guys can use and practice and get better at. And then start using it to share Jesus with your friends. Okay? So I want you guys to imagine that a friend has come to you and they've got a problem, something's going wrong in their life, whatever it is. They've started some conversation with you, and it's, it's not great. They're sharing something with you or they're complaining about something or their parents are fighting or their grandparent is sick or whatever. Bobby stopped looking at them in math class, whatever the problem is, okay? Bobby looked at Rebecca, not me. Okay, that one's maybe, maybe start by telling her not to worry about Bobby, okay? All right, but here's what we're going to do, all right? We're going to walk through this. So I want you to imagine that you've started a conversation with a friend and they've brought some problem to you, and so then you, you respond by, one, listening and saying, man, I've been there, you know, my, I, I've had a grandparent that was sick, or whatever it is, you empathize, you take part in that conversation, and then you can start to turn that conversation That we've all had with friends into a conversation about the gospel, and so what you're going to do is you grab a paper, much like you have on your outline, and you're going to draw a circle, and you're going to explain to them that in the beginning we were all created in God's design. All right, so you're going to draw a circle and write in it God's design. All right, God's design. So we were all created. With God's design, Psalm 139 says, For it was you who created my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will praise you because I've been remarkably and wondrously made. Your works are wondrous, and I know this very well. Guys, we know that in the beginning, God created Adam and Eve perfect. In his image, his perfect design. So we start with God's design, and you're saying to your friend, man, we all were originally meant to be created. We were created by God, but we got messed up along the way. And so from the circle that says God's design, you're going to draw an arrow that says, but sin took us away from God's design. You see how as you're drawing this, you're kind of talking it through with your friend. So you you would say, but sin took us away from God's design. Romans 3.23 says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. You guys probably have that passage memorized, right? And you can even tell your friend, man, we all have sinned. And so because of that sin, we don't measure up. So we started with God's design, but sin took us away from that and led us to brokenness. And so you're going to draw another circle, and you're going to write brokenness in the middle. Sin leads us to brokenness. And on that circle, you can draw like some squiggly arrows coming off of it, and you can explain to your friend, man, brokenness causes us to look so many different directions for the thing that might solve our problem. So those squiggly lines could... Represent relationships, parties, hanging out with friends that you shouldn't hang out with, drugs, whatever. But getting away, sin taking us away from God's design leads us to brokenness. And the world, most people that don't know Jesus, look other places to fix their brokenness. And so at this point, you could say to your friend, Bradley, I'm broken because of my sin, and I believe you're broken because of your sin, and I believe everyone is broken because of their sin, but I've found something that brings me back. Instead of searching for those other things to solve my problem, I have found, and then you can draw another circle, the gospel. I've learned that my sin led me away from God's design, led me to brokenness. I've spent time searching out other things to solve my problem, but ultimately the only thing that I've found is the gospel. And so then you draw an arrow from brokenness to the the gospel that says to repent and believe. See, gospel, the word gospel means good news, right? And so you can explain to your friend, Yeah, there's bad news, that sin leads to brokenness, but we have good news, too. And when we learn that good news, we can repent, which means to change the way we've been acting, to have a change of heart and mind, and we can believe. We believe the gospel. And then you can explain to him, you know, that the gospel is the story of Jesus as God's son coming to earth, perfect, being the only sinless human being, dying on a cross, then three days later, resurrecting to take the penalty for our sins from us. Right? At that point, they're probably going to have questions. But this is a great way to get that conversation started. We repent and believe in the gospel. Mark 1.15 says, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. And so you can explain to your friend, been right where you're at. But I've found that when I believe in Jesus and I believe what God says and I repent, because of the gospel, because of the good news that is Jesus, I get a do-over. Right? I get to have a do-over. And so then your final arrow that you're going to draw says, recover and pursue. Because once I believe in the gospel, then that frees me up to recover from my sin and pursue God's perfect design for my life. And Bradley, when you repent of your sin and you believe the good news of Jesus Christ, you can recover from that no matter what circumstances you have in your life, and you can pursue God's design for you as well. be like but I have even better news because guess what I'm still not perfect and that's why it's a circle because I'm going to recover and I'm going to pursue God's design but ultimately I'm probably going to sin again and sin can lead me to brokenness but when it does I can repent and believe again in the gospel and that leads me to recover and pursue I was going to say like discover and redo I don't know Recover and pursue. Again. And God allows unlimited do overs. And you get to explain to your friend in just a few short minutes and in this simple picture man, what it looks like to recognize your sin, admit it, believe in God, and then change and commit to following Him. That's the tool, guys. That's a really simple way for you guys to share the gospel with your friends. And so the reason we had you guys draw that is because it's, an, it's a good thing for you to practice, right? It's a great thing for you to practice. But even after that, they may have some questions, right? So I threw this last slide up there that says, what should I do? And you can even say word for word to your friend. Now that you have heard this good news, God wants you to respond to him. You can talk to him using words like these. You probably don't want to say it word for word, but yeah, you'll sound like a robot. My life is broken. I recognize it's because of my sin. I need you. I believe Christ came to live, die, and was raised from the dead to rescue me from my sin. Forgive me. I turn from my selfish ways and put my trust in you. I know that Jesus is Lord of all, and I will follow him. And that's basically, that's your friend getting to know Jesus. That's pretty cool, right? I think it's pretty cool. So through this series, we've said, why should I tell my friends about Jesus? Because I recognize the change that he's made in my life. And I'm captivated by him. Who can do that? All of us. We're all called to because we all have an influence in the people around us through the way that we speak, and the way that we live. And how? Well, there's one way. You just walk them through this simple explanation of how God had a plan, we broke it, he fixed it, and we get to come back to his plan. All right? There's one last thing that I want to tell you guys about. I didn't bring it up with me, but again, pick up this book. We have a few left. They're $5. We also have for free a thing called a life book. And a life book is basically like a little mini Bible kind of thing that you can give to your friends. And it just explains kind of the story of Jesus to them. We have a ton of them, so come grab some tonight. But ultimately, guys, our challenge for the last four weeks to you has been, do you love Jesus? If so, who are you bringing with you? Because if you've been captivated by him, you should want others to be captivated by him as well. Right. So as we go from here tonight, you guys are going to come grab life books or whatever. And I want you guys to be thinking of those friends that over the next week or so, you want to share Jesus with them. Maybe you don't want to do the three circle thing. Just invite them to come to service next Tuesday. I'll do the three circle thing. I don't know. All right. Let me pray for you guys. Heavenly Father, God, we love you so much and we thank you for who you are for your son. And uh man, we are just so um I pray that we're captivated by who you are and by what you've done in our lives. I pray that tonight there's just been a stirring in our hearts um where we're remembering and realizing the powerful gift that you have provided for us that that we can't even understand, um, but it's just because you love us. And uh, would we love our friends and our family enough to share you with them? Because we want them to be loved by you as well and to know that they're loved by you. So God, go with us tonight. Give us the names of three people that we need to talk to this week. And uh, man, give us the courage and wisdom to share you. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, before you guys go, real quick, if you don't know what small group you're in, you are ba- uh, I can help you back there. Hold on, don't move yet. Uh, I can help you back there. If you want to get anything from the resource counter, we're back there. Parents, the few of you that are here, take a minute to meet your, uh, your student small group leader if you haven't yet. Alright? Thanks, guys. Have a great night. I'll be in the back.